start there boys and girls um welcome to the scottish rugby podcast uh, it's myself john anderson hosting tonight joined uh by none other cam cam you're in the the guest seat tonight i'm in the guest seat tonight that's right john i'm i'm broadcasting there's no more festive place to broadcast than your wife's childhood bedroom <laughs> while you're away for christmas it's the most festive of all places <laughs> There's a uh, there's there's some there's something about possible Patreon content there, Cam. But we'll... I had to I had to I had to move all the underwear off the bed before we started. R- reasonably so. Reasonably I shouldn't so. have left it there the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I was just saying to Cam as well how misbehaved you guys were last week. So uh, I, was <laughs> I, I will say. What's that? One of us was misbehaving last week. Ah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I will say, I've uh, John. John, I've been. I have been told that I'm. I'm funnier on other people's podcasts when I'm not for hosting. 
<laughs> well, it's the stress of managing you lot. Right. Well, that I mean, reasonably so. I mean, there's there's plenty of jokes about having had hair before starting to, to host. But um, yeah, so no doubt you've all noticed. Uh, Johnny and Craig, the, the terrible twosome, are with us as well. Good evening, Hello. gents. Good evening. Evening. Craig, that hat is magnificent. You look um, you look wonderful. A positively festive, mate. I'm off on holiday. I'm a happy guy. Yeah, just for those maybe listening back on audio, uh, Craig is wearing is it, a, is it an elf hat? It's an elf hat. It's actually a lovely, it's a it's a fantastic little uh, little. Um, it's it's meant to be a hair band, but obviously I've got no hair, so it's, it's a skull band. A skull band. <laughs> I like the fact you mentioned no mention of my hat. It's fine. Oh, we're, we're coming to it. Cam. Maybe, I maybe shouldn't have gotten the effort. Well, I mean. <laughs> So tonight's going to be one of those nights, then. Um, <laughs> so you can see who's going to be difficult. Yeah. So it's for for those on audio only. Cami is wearing a red and white traditional Santa Claus hat. Uh, that doesn't seem to have a bell, but give us a wee shake, Cam. It's got a, it's got a bobble on the back. It's got a wee bobble. It's not got a bell though. Craig's got a bell. Well, not unless I wait. I'm going to razz it up. Hang on. Oh. Okay, no, that's. I fine. can't believe you've brought the big guns out early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Cam has just stripped off his Santa hat to reveal. Oh, is it is a Christmas pudding with a little bell? It is, it is indeed. There's oh, elf ears there as well. Look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so there is. Yeah, yeah. That's. That, I mean, that's a standard Tuesday for Cam, but um, yeah, there he is. <laughs> you, you, and, uh, you, you and Alan will hit the Dungeons and Dragons together. Oh, and there's, there's Alan, just on cue, as long as you've got your elf, hat's, hat's the main thing. Oh, that's a terrible joke, Alan. I am disgusted <laughs> in that. But that leads us in beautifully, because tonight is our Christmas special. We are here to have a good laugh, have a bit of fun. We've got a quiz, we've got some naughty and nice. But first of all, we should, because obviously rugby does not consider waiting for us just to have a bit of fun at Christmas. They decide to throw hunters of news at us this week, probably just getting out of the road uh, before before uh, everybody takes their holidays. Uh, where should we should we start? Let's start with, with Sam Skinner confirmed, Craig. Yes, he has been. Yes, are you very excited about this? Well, the, the problem I have is that um, being a resident Edinburgh fan um, and forward forward fan. I never, I've been, have been quoted on this podcast of not rating Sandskimmer that much and now I have to look, <laughs> now I have to be all happy-go-lucky about, ooh, we've signed Sandskimmer. Um, to be brutally honest, and and, and and I'm sorry to say this because I liked him a great deal, but Sam Skinner is a, what I would say, a better replacement for Ben Toulis, the outgoing Ben Toulis. Um, unfortunately, the main thing is that Ben has unfortunately he's been dealing with a few injury issues, and and he's uh, hopefully going to get some game time in Japan and get a good reward for for his um, uh, for his years of service. But um, Sam Skinner, yes, yeah, Scotland international can play both back row and second row. So yeah, and he comes from the mighty uh, the mighty Exeter. So uh, yeah, should be interesting. We should, we will, I'm sure we will mention the mighty Exeter in passing in due course. I think that might be for our uh, Patreon uh, only people, though. Uh, they, they, they'll get the pleasure of that. I love the segue, though, Craig, because speaking of playing in Japan, everyone's favourite five-foot-nothing centre, Nick Gregg, is off to play in Japan as well. He'll be leaving Glasgow at the end of the month to go and top up his bank balance, uh, which, I mean... Uh, <sighs> It's been coming, Johnny, but not yeah. a great loss, really. 
yeah, like fair play to him, he deserves it. Um, he is quite far down the pecking order of centres at Glasgow now and even further in Scotland. So it's not like he's got a massive amount to be hanging about here for. If, if he's going to get the money in Japan that you get for playing in Japan, then he did some great things for Scotland and for Glasgow. Um, he served his time. He was, he was a great servant to the club and the country and fair play to him. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. And Cammy, you couldn't give a hoot about either clubs, really. As no, well, I, the Sam's no, no, I, I don't really, don't really care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think look, the Sam's going to sign, and I think it's an excellent signing. I think the thing is, though, we're spending Scott the SIU is spending a lot of money now. Admittedly, with Pete Horn going. Um, and, and a lot of these players going, there's money being freed up, but Sam Skinner is not going to have come cheap. No. And that deal will have be, been done and signed pre-Omicron and pre-us finding out that probably we're not going to have any crowds for the Six Nations. So I do worry a little bit that there might be a little bit of overreach here. Yeah. That the budget that the, they're working on budgets that are that allow for a couple of big money signings to replace the guys that have gone but i think there's going to be a period of belt tightening around the corner and i just yeah it's slightly worrying yeah I, 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 oh sorry john oh no i was just going to, i think i think that's absolutely fair i was wondering actually <clears throat> prior to omicron because there was a lot of chat about you know obviously both clubs managing to keep quite high-profile players at the club, great, great bits of business. And I was wondering if the impact of the URC and not having those international crossovers, if that was, you know, a reduction in the squad, maybe. Uh, maybe, to, you know, both teams tend to work around 46, 40, 45, 46 players. And maybe a wee reduction in that would free up some cash. But yeah, our, our good friend uh, Omicron, I believe, is the the Greek pronunciation because it's based on that. So, um, but uh, no, yeah, you've got to pronounce might... it like Transformer, John. That's it's Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't even get into this Greek nonsense. Leave that to the public school boys <laughs> podcast. It's Omicron it's like true, a Transformer. Right? I know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I know. I'm, I've, I've shown myself up there. I need to sort that out. So, knows well, Greek. That's. <laughs> Maybe that's why uh, why Hoggy has put the announcement out he put out today on Instagram um, uh, that the, he's realised that there's going to be no money for him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come to you, Cam, on that first. <laughs> what a strange so, thing to say. <laughs> so there was another podcast. I'm not going to mention it because it's a terrible podcast and, and people who know <laughs> that podcast, well, it's not the... the uh, yeah, anyway. They, they, they said they'd heard that Hogg might be moving. The only other place I can see it's been reported is one our account and Ruck, right? So those are the only places that said the hog might move in somewhere else. That has <clears> somehow <throat> prompted Stuart Hogg to release a statement saying, I'm I am committed to Exeter, my family are settled in the area, and I will I'm committed to seeing up my contract. Now on the face of it, that's a that's a pretty strong denial. You think fair enough. He's got. He's committed to Exeter. He's seen out his contract. Until you look and realise his contract runs out in the summer, right? So it's not. It's not really that much of a commitment if his contract runs out in the summer of twenty twenty two. Saying I'll 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 be with Exeter till the end of the season. That that's essentially what he's saying. Now the reason I think Sam Skinner's left and Rob Bax has talked about this is 
you know, the, the salary cap that is, is being lowered, I think, in the English Premiership. That's right, yeah, yeah. Which is going to make it harder for teams like Exeter, who've got, <coughs> you know, they've got lots of England internationals, got a couple of other internationals. They're, they're going to be struggling, and Hogg is not going to have come cheap for them. So Skinner going is going to free up a bit of money. Whether or not Hogg stays, I think, I don't know whether he'll have a choice, to be honest, because Exeter will presume, you know, you know he's, he's a world-class fullback, but he'll have his suitors in France. Do you know he'll have his suitors in, you know, and, and there's even rumours that he may be coming back to Scotland. It's just, you know, it, I suppose it depends on, one, do, can Exeter afford him? Will he, you know, can he afford to take a, a, a pay cut? Do you know how much, you know, what, what other challenges is he open to? So I, I don't think that denial today necessarily tells the full story. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. And the the salary cap reductions, it's not just in terms of money. There's also reductions in terms of the number of marquee players that can be counted out with the salary cap. So that's coming down from two to one. Uh, so that, and you would imagine Stuart Hogg will be one of those marquee players at, at Exeter at the moment. So interesting times ahead. Um, Johnny, can we can we can we dream to see? The beautifully coiffured Stuart Hogg back in Glasgow with the right card shirt on. I think we can dream. <laughs> I, d- I don't know how realistic a dream it would be. Um, and Cammy's quite right. I would imagine that France is probably the place he's most likely to end up. They're cutting their salary cap as well, the top 14. Yep. But I think they've probably still got more available money than. than the SRU do certainly for the sort of money that Hoggy would be asking for. Do we want Hoggy back? That's I don't mean that in a harsh way, right? Do, but, but given the talent that's come through now, you've got the likes of Rufus McLean, we've got uh, Buffelia. You know, and I know he's not Scottish talent, but he's still he's not going to be he's going to be cheaper than Stuart Hogg. It's mm-hmm. you know actually I don't necessarily I think Stuart Hogg coming back into either Scotland or uh, sorry Glasgow or Edinburgh would cause more problems. Then it's going to solve because it's there's plenty of other players that have filled that hole. No, I yet. think as well that, <laughs> that that going to going to a more competitive league surrounded by better players has done wonders for the Scottish players that have got to do it. Yeah. Like Johnny Gray's a great example who has got so much better because he was asked to do so much in Glasgow that he couldn't really develop his own game because he was so busy carrying most of the forwards on his back a lot of the time. So. For for Hoggy to come back to Glasgow, he's going to put himself back in that position where he feels he's got to carry our backline. And, and like to be honest, I don't think he does, but he's going to feel like that anyway. And then I would be worried about seeing his game start to regress a bit. I'd actually, I'd maybe prefer he stayed in a more competitive league with more big name players around him, so he could work on developing his game. Look, Scottish Scottish lads love playing away from home. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have no evidence of this, Cam. We need to we need to refute those. I statements. didn't say anything, John. I just said you know you look at the the players have gone overseas, away from home, and how well they play. <laughs> you are a bad person, right? <laughs> Speaking of overseas um, people um, that have actually stayed in Scotland for thirty years, uh, Sean Lenin has come out. And said he is he's he? done he's he, yes. <laughs> that's quite the news. That's not the news. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not the news, I've heard. 
John Jones. For goodness sake, what is Sean Lineen is no longer going to be part of Scottish rugby. I mean, that's how I mean, I didn't think that I didn't think they'd kick him out for that. Um, he quoted Clint Eastwood in his exit statement, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, a, a great servant to Scottish rugby, quoted as being the original kilted Kiwi, which as a term I absolutely despise, but um, here we are. Um, has a very, very illustrious career within Scottish rugby. Obviously, we think very fondly over him this side of the M8, but uh, has done lots of great things across uh, a multitude of different roles um, in Scottish rugby. So, um yeah, Cammy, a big, big loss, actually. It's a massive loss for Scottish rugby. You think he's been involved. I, I, I think he's pretty much been involved in every single facet of professional and youth rugby in Scotland over the past couple of decades. And I think it's undeniable the the work that he's done. I mean, to a certain extent, you could say that you know Gregor Townsend inherited a very good squad at Glasgow. I mean, he was the he was the guy that installed the whatever it takes, and you know that's still there now. That's still that, the hashtag that comes with Glasgow Warriors. You look at the work he's done with the under twenties. You look even the work he went. You know, talked today about the work he'd done with London Scottish as well. He's he's done whatever has been asked of him, and to the point where he you know he he was in charge of the foreign recruitment and the exiles program. And you look at the the I mean, Sam Skinner has come through the exiles pro- program with Scotland, so. I mean, you could probably look at that Scotland squad right now, that the current Scotland squad, and you'd be hard-pressed to find a player, including the South Africans that have qualified, that Sean Lennon has not had some input or influence in bringing them in to the Scotland setup and bringing them through to be a Scotland international. And that's a hell... That, there's not many people within the setup that you could say that. Yeah, so, some legacy to, to, to leave behind. And... Um, Okay? He, sorry, he, he was also um, heavily involved in um, coach development as well within with all the clubs. Um, I've been in a few um, a, a few a few cinema, se, seminar rooms with him, um, and uh, and with, you know on coach development. And he's, he he brought he was instrumental in the in the new. Um, uh, Scotland uh, blueprint as well. So uh, for for not only the, the club teams but also all the way through the age grades. So I think he's he, whether you know whether it's uh, in your face or whether it's in the background, he has been incredibly. Um, uh, he, he has been an incredible servant for us, and he's been incredible, incredibly involved in what how Scotland has developed as a rugby nation. I, th- I think the one thing that jumps out from the statement <coughs> was released, though, Johnny is. That this has come on the back of a review by Jim Mallander. So, is there a suggestion? Obviously, you know, reviews, um, restructuring, things like that tend tend to be um, delicately done by the SRU. But um, is there a suggestion maybe that Sean Lennon's now been seen to be surplus to requirements, and actually, it's maybe not been his choice? Yeah, I, th- I think that was sort of like danced around and I really hope that that's not the case, to be honest, for all the reasons that, that, we've, that we've just talked about. I don't think, it's not like he plateaued or anything, I think he probably still had more he could do. But then again, at the same time, when you've been here as long as Sean has and done all the stuff that he did, I don't blame him for saying, actually, you know, fine, I've done, I've done loads. <laughs> I'll take your findings on board and actually it's fine, I'll go and do something else. Um, 
but yeah, I would, I would like it to not be the case, but it, there certainly seemed to be more than a slight suggestion. It, it didn't, I mean, it's a bit like the hoggy thing today, isn't it, with the statement of like, I'm going to say there's no rumours and, you know, no truth in rumours that I'm trying to get a move away from Exeter, whereas, you know, the... The SIU press release opens up with Sean Lennon has left, but it's got nothing to do with the re, re, you know the review, and it's all amicable. It's like, well, why did you even need to mention that? <laughs> no, none of us would have thought that if you just said Sean Lennon's decided to leave. You would have thought, fair enough. The guy's sixty; he's done. You know, he's probably come to the end of the line what he can do in Scottish rugby because he's done everything, bar being the you know, bar being kind of like the managing director. He's done literally every job in Scottish rugby. You know. It would be fair enough to see Morgan why they had to mention it was amicable. I kind of it's probably a bit of over, a little bit of oversharing. I think it does, I don't doubt that it is amicable, but it it seemed unnecessary to put that in the press release. It didn't need to be amicable. It could have just been <laughs> left as it was. Everyone was fine. Too much information. Sru yet again, which. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, not not like them. Uh, I, I, I do. Th- I get quite frustrated actually at times because they don't ever seem to get that middle ground where they just tell us what is enough. They either go too much, too little. There's never that that Goldilocks moment. So um, that's our feedback to you, SRU. You What's whatever happened that. to whatever happened to the SRU's in-house <laughs> rugby journalist that they had? Remember that guy that would write oh, and tell yeah. you everything was fine. <laughs> and then he wrote did he not write something during the World Cup when we were all everyone flying the Scotland off and he wrote a, like a report on the Ireland match telling us everything was fine yeah. yeah I mean the fact that the backdrop to them writing was you know the, the, the flames gif and, and all that sort of <laughs> stuff is, yeah I, I thought they'd got kind of phased out after like one or two articles they had but even the guy must be on a retainer <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, Ian Ian is not here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is Ian the secret SRU journalist? He have, isn't have here to answer any questions. Have you seen the fan writer and Ian Hay in the same room? I bet you haven't. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. We, you heard it here first. Uh, Ian's now going to have to appear at some point to, um, <laughs> to defend, defend his honour. <laughs> <laughs> regain some uh, some of his reputation, but uh, well, they were they were advertising recently for somebody to run their Twitter account, and I thought the only reason I can't apply it because I'd just be like sending the English rugby tweets saying "get it right up for you" all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and been banned by half of English rugby, Cammy. So <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I mean that does suggest it. Obviously, if you are looking for a laugh on Twitter uh, and you're not familiar with Cammy's works. Please head over to yeah, at, at Scott Rugby Pod, uh, and uh, yeah, you'll get a good laugh out of some of the my, uh, stuff. My personal favourite was the very uh, heartfelt thing interview that they published with Sia Khaleesi on the Rationals page that Cammy just retweeted with a caption that said, we're going to deep fry your biltong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that That's our boy. That's our boy. <laughs> so... Let's let's do the last wee bit of news, which is obviously a bit a bit less jolly. We'll get the the, the, the sad bit out of the way. Um, obviously, you might have noticed, but there's some stuff going on out in the world out there just now, and um, obviously, sport has uh, again found itself under restrictions. Um, the the autumn, uh, or not the autumn, sorry, the the 1872. 
uh, festive fixtures were to become restricted to only um, only 500 supporters. Both clubs have said, rather than that, let's just do none at all, which is fairly sensible, I think, given the, the logistics of trying to organise whatever they would have to organise. I mean, Craig was obviously getting a ticket, but... I well, mean, that was going to be... They've actually saved their blushes for me having to say, do you know who I am? <laughs> Mate, of course. Where am I? Of course, my, you know. Look at this like I've got from Buffelli. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, it was. Uh, I think one of my favourites was. Uh, I saw something on Twitter the other uh, couple. Was, yeah, yeah, it must be yesterday when they, or, or yeah, it was yesterday when they, they, they cancelled it, wasn't it? And uh, and uh, there was one of them saying. One person was saying, "I understand that, that uh, there are five hundred um uh, supporters to be going. I have a platinum ticket. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. Do you think there's only 25 here? <laughs> Just because you've got a platinum ticket, you get a platinum ticket. Yeah, it was like, do you think? Yeah, you've got a platinum ticket. Awesome. That's good for you. I'm, a, you know, I'm a season ticket holder, and I've got a whole cult following me about Edinburgh, and you've got no, and, and you think you can get in before me. <laughs> I, I, w- I just want some praise just now for the way I restrained myself completely from making any jokes regarding 25 fans at Edinburgh Rugby. <laughs> I, I, I'm growing as a person. I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, okay. No comment. I'll save that for later. <laughs> is, is platinum membership like the black card you get for Nando's? <laughs> <laughs> you get free. You get a free burger and chips out the back. Free of burger it. and chips <laughs> and a pair of red right. trousers. Absolutely, and some <laughs> some clicky brogues. Hang on a minute, it could have, the plat, the platinum ticket could have been could have been a Glasgow uh, member as well. Um, well, the, well because... yeah, well you see, for Glasgow that just means that nobody puts your windows out in the car park. Uh, you get your own wee boy yeah, that comes can, in and says, we, "I'll look after your car, Mister." That's it, <laughs> and he does it. Platinum I, members, he actually does it. He does it, yeah. Gold I, members, I, he just tells you he does it. He <laughs> says, says he's done it, he takes your wheels and off he goes, steal, steals them and then he sells them platinum, he keeps them so and puts them back on. <laughs> so, honestly, you guys are terrible besmirching the, the good name of Glasgow. Um, yeah, so back to it's the called point. Balance, John. It's called uh, balance, John. It's think called balance. I was being extremely well balanced and... Uh, you know, uh, not not suggesting anything about. So I believe the match now has been moved. I've seen in the comments it's been moved to the the the, the Dam Health uh, Stadium because there's no point in it being in the big house really. Um, so yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Glasgow get a run out there. It'll be m- might end up being a quiz question at some point in the future. <laughs> not, not tonight, obviously, because like obviously. Is that, is that how many how many times Edinburgh have beaten you, beaten Glasgow in the eighteen seventy two cup? I think it'll be. Who are, the, who are the who are the holders that have held it for the longest? I was going to go with the the what was the only time Glasgow played uh, Edinburgh at the Dam Health Stadium before it was ah. not, before it was turned into a gazebo and sold at Dobbies. Turned into a gazebo. <laughs> Yeah, obviously it's not a gazebo at the moment then. That's great. I'll take that. I would beg to differ with that. But yes, we were all very excited about obviously seeing some live rugby over the festive period, but I think uh, we'll maybe touch on it in Hands of the Rock later on as well, but I I think a degree of pragmatism and um, possibly um, just a a little bit of realism has has, uh, taken over and people are you know, understanding the situation is quite serious, very serious. 
we can't really be having, you know, you saw the cup final with the football the other day, you know, 50 odd thousand fans traveling and it's just not going to work. So a smart decision, I think. Um, and we will we will hope and pray and keep our fingers crossed that things have started to improve enough to see some supporters for the Six Nations. Because as you rightly say, Cam, if we don't, budgets might be a bit, bit of a mess. We should, we should also just say as part of news, so those of you who are long-term listeners will know that we were planning to do some live podcasts over the Six Nations um, for the same reason that the 1872 is not going ahead. The first three, yes, the first three live pods are now cancelled. So if you've bought tickets for them, you'll be getting contacted by the organisers and you'll be getting a refund. The one on the 19th of March, which is the final day of the Six Nations, which is the one with the three games. At the moment, that one's still going ahead. So you can still buy tickets for that. So if you bought tickets for any of the others, you will be getting contacted by a refund through Eventbrite. But um, we're still hoping we'll get one under the belt before uh, before the end of the Six Nations all being well. I mean, in some ways, Cami, it works out quite well for us. Um, you know, the oppor- four, four opportunities to uh, do live pods. Uh, <laughs> so like a, much, so much Can you imagine getting cancelled four times, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. We were only getting to do one, so at least this year we get to do the last one. I know that's it. Just <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do it on a rotor basis now. You're just going to get all of us turning up. Anarchy. <laughs> I'll be on the door. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's uh, yeah. It would it it will be good fun if if that does get the opportunity to go ahead. Uh, obviously, we would love to see as many people along as possible to uh, come and you know heckle, do do what you do, send your wee comments in that we then choose to ignore. But then you're doing it in person, so we can't ignore it. We'll be drinking our dark fruit yeah. cider. We'll be ready to go. Will we? Right, we'll we Yeah, Cammy, Cammy, look, you need to get, right, you pair of Grinchies over there. You <laughs> need to get in on this dark fruits nonsense. Hang on, hang on. If we're Grinchies, why are we the ones wearing the hats? Because you're not know, drinking exactly. dark fruit cider. Santa clearly drinks dark fruit cider. That is his tipple of choice. All this nonsense about whiskey and milk and all that. Does he drink milk? Just look, John, just because a man, an elderly man, has a long white beard does not make him a tramp, right? It's <laughs> your own prejudice. <laughs> Tramps and underage drinkers, those are the only people who should drink Strongbow Dark Fruits, not professional athletes. <laughs> Based on minimum pricing, this costs the same as something good. So I'm going to enjoy this. Exactly, right? This is the thing, right? Why, with minimum pricing in Scotland, would you drink Strongbow Dark Fruits? Why would you choose to do that to yourself? I'm just disappointed they don't serve it in two-litre bowls. I think they do. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they do. Holy they do. Think they do. Okay. Obviously, not in my uh, in my area of the. Uh, of the just world. you know, like just drink some frosty frosty drinks and be done with it, you know. Oh, <laughs> why don't you just have? Why don't you just go first? <laughs> Sorry, I just I just tenants uh, super strength with black cum oh, in it. That was oh, nice. that's, 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 that's excellent. That's all it is, really. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe, my youth. Maybe it's we can not, do that. It's about three and a half percent. Yeah, it's actually exactly. It's basically juice. It's just juice. I I will I will stand by the dark fruits. I will defend it with my honour, which is clearly lacking. If I can find somewhere that near me that sells it in single cans, because I refuse to buy a four pack, then I will. I promise I will try it on the podcast. Try spar. 
Try Spar. Spar, yeah. I've already Spar's name. I want to try. If, I will try. Not, I can always, I can always bring your Scottish package down uh, next time I'm down in the area. Yeah, drop off thank some you. Iron Brew, Look, um, a couple of ham bars, and a tatty scones. And a, and a tatty scones. Look, <laughs> I went to the dodgiest. A- this is a bad dog food. I went to the dodgiest area. My dentist in one of the dodgiest areas of Leeds, right? And I went to a couple of off licenses near my dentist, right? And this is where, like, they've got street drinkers like on every corner, <laughs> and they didn't sell it by the can. Right, so bad it is. Can't even sell it. Can't even sell it to street drinkers. That's really frustrating as well, because Leeds United used to be sponsored by Dark, uh, by by Strongbow. So you know, know. they would think there was a wee bit of respect there, a wee bit of honour. But no, no, apparently lacking. No, no. Moved on. Buckets that's now. That's where. That's where. That's where it is now. That's all yeah, these kind of buckets. Get on the hooch, just like 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 Ian at the Trafford Centre. Get on the hooch. Be sorted. So. Awful stuff. Right. Enough of this nonsense. Shall we have some fun? Yay. I, I <laughs> have that a... not fun? No, no. <laughs> no. He's uh, making me feel all funny inside. It was not fun. Might be the dark fruits as well, though. Um, but, right, I think we should start with a little festive quiz. It's more... I've got ten questions for you, right? And I was going to put you in teams, but obviously Ian has just decided to patch us. Because uh, you know he's obviously got that gig at the SRU now, where he writes that fan piece. So, um, yeah, he's busy writing about how no fans is actually better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because nobody can chant anything. So yeah, it's, John it's ideal, did right? a Scottish rugby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, dokie. So I'm gonna just bring that up there so I can see that kind of. Kind of, maybe? No, not really. Um, right, we're going to go through these questions. These are mostly, we're going to go with closest gets the point, okay? Going to get a wee happy. No, is no, this no, the no. Same as, I was going, oh, good. Is this the same as my questions last year about how many purple quality street Greg Laidlaw's allowed to eat? Aye, that was my favourite question ever. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, yeah there, there's, there's a couple of quality street questions. No, so, wait, question one. So these are all most uh, where where they are not based on 2021 in its entirety i will tell you but for this question question one how many points did glasgow score in 2021 so you mean from like january like the rainbow cup through to now from from ja- for, for 2021 check, yes check out check out He's put us on mute so he can tap away. Oh, look, he's looking at his eyes moving. He's like, you can see him, he's got his open you, box. There is not an answer to this online because I had to add them up manually. So <laughs> I can assure you. Right, Johnny, which If you answer? really want to call me out, Mr. Madsen, I was actually doing a big dark fruit spurt and that's why I muted you. So <laughs> I, I was trying to be nice. I subscribe to that. To be, to be clear, I have Glasgow having played 23 fixtures in 2021 and Edinburgh have played 22. This includes so we're not, URC, you know, URC, we're, we're not talking friendlies. Okay. URC. 370 you know, points. 370 for Johnny. Any advance or decline on 370, Cammy? I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm having to like gaze in my crystal ball because I've still got a couple of games to play. We're doing this as of today. None of your, none of your right. crap. It's as of right. now. <laughs> at, at time See, of I'm no recording. hosting and the sass comes out. Uh, <laughs> at time of recording at this point, dated in time now. 416. 416 for how many, how, how many games have they had? 20, 23 matches. 23 matches. I should be clear, if this is totally inaccurate, I did count it up with my fingers and toes, so tough. <laughs> 
I'm going to go with 293. 293. Oh, that's low. Okay. That's about, it's, it's, actually, if you all part these penalties, are probably higher. <laughs> right, I know. For question two, I'll get you thinking just now. The same question, but for Edinburgh. They've played 22 matches in 2012. 12. <laughs> Johnny says 12. Right? I didn't know. I didn't know. Actually, you can answer. I'm taking an answer, answer, Johnny. First answer. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters. You kind of let the sass get to you too much. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 uh, what's your thinking? They've played one fixture list, list, Craig, and most of it was under uh, El Cockrell. I reckon, it, I reckon it's 312. You think they've scored more points than Glasgow? Oh, one, one fixture less, and you were managed by an umpty. Aye, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, all right, all right. That's, I mean, that's well, you, you played Nick Grigg at centre for quite a long time. <laughs> I, like, I like this new talk back, Carol Vodabin. She's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> She's no sex in the way. <laughs> I don't know. I've had a couple of beers. It's Moobsy signing under that jumper. <laughs> I mean, it is, but, you know, <laughs> come on. I will go 373. 373, just above Glasgow. Okay, Cam. Johnny? No, I said 416 for uh, Glasgow, didn't oh, I? Oh, you said 416. Yep, yep, got you. But you say 22 games? 22 games, yep. 285. 285. Okie dokie. So after the first round, um, Cammy has won both points by being the closest. (laughs) (laughs) Cammy on two. Uh, Right, so the actual figures are Glasgow have scored. Two seconds. Glasgow scored 518 points in uh, 2021, and Edinburgh scored 470. Excellent. Okay. Right. So, question three. This season in the United Rugby Fighting Jay Z Championship, how many meters cumulatively? uh, It's easy for me to say. How many meters have both Glasgow and Edinburgh combined got? Combined. Combined. Well, Jack Dempsey's got about half of Glasgow's, isn't he? <laughs> oh, um, we have to talk about him again. Ah, yes. yes. That's my. Oh, that's my. That's my That's my for the rest of the. I promise you, I've got a beautiful Jack Dempsey stat for you coming up during this quiz. But you know, you'll be fine. Right. Ball, ballpark figure. Oh Jesus, that's really 2,297. 3,497. <laughs> Ballpark? 3,497. <laughs> <laughs> think, any advance on that? Think, think, how many metres does a team make in a game? How many games have they played? Times it by two. 4,212. Okay, so... You guys think point... that Glasgow Edinburgh are doing a lot more running than I do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Craig well, apparently, is actually, apparently Craig Dempsey's is actually, made over ten thousand, and uh, you know, in, <laughs> in just two games because he's a. He has, and because Matt Fagerson's so small, his minus meters get taken off it. That's what it so, is. So <laughs> yeah, so actually, Craig, Craig gets the point there. Uh, they've made five thousand two hundred sixty-eight. Oh, hang on, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no,
You said three four nine. You said three four nine seven. Yeah, he did. I've written it down. Three four nine seven. Four. I thought I thought I said four. I don't mind. Wait, it's not like this is. It's not like this is a. This is being recorded, so we can't go back and check. If anyone heard my answer, because I can't even remember. If anyone heard my answer, once to get involved in the comments, please do. And if anybody wants to adjust the editing of this, oh, I'm really sorry. Well done, Cammy. That's great. So, okay. <laughs> Question four. Between Glasgow I need to write down my answer here. I'm going to write down my answer. Between Glasgow and... Uh, yeah, you put it in a, a thing for me, yeah? I've got Thanks. my note, aye. Aye, good, good. Between Glasgow and Edinburgh, who, which player, players are the top try scorers in the URC this season? Between, between Glasgow and Edinburgh. What do you mean between? So, as, as in Glasgow or Edinburgh. Gavin Brockle oh. says, I've got 4K from Cammy. Oh, he called me Campy. Never mind. I've <laughs> called me Campy. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll, review it, we'll review that, Cammy. As um, in Glasgow squad, Edinburgh squad, both playing fixtures. Darcy which Graham. players are the top Darcy. scorers? For Here's, both teams. Both teams. As in just overall, there is... Oh, as in who scored more. There is, yes, there is. Darcy Graham is one of them, Cammy. Well done. You can have a point. There is one more player who's got the same amount of tries as Darcy Graham. Could be Glasgow, could be Edinburgh. No, Johnny. Craig, you get a guess. Um, I Jack Dempsey, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I was. I think what is who is it going to be? Right. See, I was going. I was going go to go on, down the route of a hooker. So I was thinking down the route of Answer, George, go, T- George Turner. No, Cammy, you get another shot. Shut down. Um, I'm pacing this up because I think I might have got Cammy's thing. It's got to be Duhan, actually. It's because he's no like. No, can't be Duhan. What the URC? No, I said URC. Um, I'm going to go with um, oh, I'm going to go with another Edinburgh player I'm going to go with Buffelli No Right, Johnny, you can have a guess You've got five seconds, go Five uh, Johnny Matthews No, Craig, last guess, go, you've got five Last guess, Steen No, absolutely not So, it's Ben Villacott <laughs> There we go. Ben Velcott's got four tries for Edinburgh in the URC this season. Oh, I'm thinking about URC this season. Oh, forget no, me. No, that's actually... It's, this season. it's only, it's only just, a start. It's just, only been this season. I, should, I know I just wasn't listening to John properly. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the question. <laughs> right. Okay, dokie. Right, moving swiftly on to my next question. Okay, so... Stuart Hogg broke the record for the number of tries scored for Scotland this season. Who has he scored the most tries against? And again, there Italy. Two, two answers. Cammy straight in with Italy. Well done. Is one. Yep. There is two answers here. See, there's another point available. Johnny? Wales. Nope. Craig? In the six stations? Or just wherever? Well, where have Stuart Hogg's tries counted? I mean, Stuart Hogg has lots of tries, and who's yeah, he yeah, scored yeah. most of them against? You're enjoying this, aren't you? <laughs> it's the power, the power <laughs> gone his heat. Georgia. <laughs> no. Right, Me again, Cammy, then. Right. You can have another shot. I'm going to... 
part of me is tempted to say it's the Six Nations team because he plays, <clears throat> obviously, he's going to play against them most. But then there's another that's part of me that's nagging about saying it's a Pacific Island. So I'm between a Pacific Island team. I think it's got that many. I'm going to say France. Cammy nails it. Absolutely. Yes. Cammy is streaking this quiz. Uh, yeah, so he scored four tries against both France and Italy. Next up. Oh, ooh, that's interesting. I thought he would have scored more against Italy. Yeah, so did I. But I went back through the list quite a few times. Uh, he scored a hat trick in one game. So he's only managed one try outside the hat trick. Uh, he scored a double. Uh, that's rubbish. Do oh, better, Shaw. Honestly. honestly. <laughs> right. Sticking with the topic. So, so far, the scores at the moment, uh, as we are halfway through the quiz, scores Cami has scored five. Craig has scored one. A dubious Ka- one. Cami's potentially even scored six, actually. Johnny hasn't scored. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks, John. Time, time Johnny. Time. <laughs> Sorry, mate, you've got the dark fruits. You're fine. Right. Okay. <laughs> Two points on offer. Question six. Points, Scotland points for and against 2021. Okay, I'll come to you. Is this 2021 across all tests? 2021, Scotland tests. Including Six Six Nations. Six Nations. And Autumn. Right. For and against. Scotland points for and against. So uh, I'll let Craig. Craig, you go first because I've I've not come at you first yet. So for and against. For and against. Uh, yep. How many points reckon, for? How many points against? Four fifty-three for. Four ninety-three against. Oh, interesting. I don't think it's anywhere near as much as that. No, no, it's nothing like that. Uh, I think two hundred forty-five for. Yep. I think. Two hundred seventy against. No, less than that. No, 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 less. No, less than that. Uh, Two hundred fifteen against. Two fifteen against. Okay, Cammy. I'm gonna do some maths. I'm not googling. Yeah, right. Right. I'm gonna say a hundred and ninety-four. Yep. A hundred and forty against. Hundred and forty against. Yeah. Okie dokie. Right. So, I'm delighted to tell you. Johnny has got a point. Yay! Cammy has got the other point, though. Mother of God! <laughs> so, Johnny, uh, you weren't far off. So, Scotland scored two hundred and fifty-eight points in twenty twenty-one. Uh, so, you were, oh, yeah, you were thirteen off, which is very impressive. Uh, they conceded one hundred and sixty-seven. So, Cammy, I hate, <laughs> So, Cami is on six. Johnny has got a point now. It's kind of down for second place here, guys. I think really <laughs> it is the battle of the world. Honestly, now. honestly, I thought I'd do absolutely rubbish at this. You are, you are, you're guessing very, very well. Okay, which player? Right. So this is question seven. Which player has the highest number of meters gained for either Glasgow or Edinburgh in the URC this season? And bonus point, if you can tell me how many metres. Johnny's got his hand up. Go, Johnny. It's going to be Jack Dempsey, isn't it? Just to annoy Craig. Craig, Cammy? Ben Velicott. Ben Velicott, okay. Craig? I'm going to take Darcy. No, actually, no. Let me take that back. Buffelli. Buffelli? <laughs> uh, no, none of you's got that right. Uh, it is Rufus McLean. Any of the care to take a stab how many metres he's gained? 12. 
Um, how many meters? Not how old is he? <laughs> so Craig's minus one now. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, his nonsense. Uh, one thousand one hundred thirty-three. That would be insane, given that. I don't Glasgow know. I don't know. Yeah, I, half thousand. I reckon it's about. I reckon it's about three three hundred and fifty-six or something. I reckon maybe a bit lower than that. Two ninety-seven. Ah, Craig, you done very well. It was three hundred and seventy-five. So I'll take your. I got a point. I got a point. Aye, no, you... whoa, whoa, minus points. That's two <laughs> points I've got. One dubious point and one absolutely legend point. I mean, that's a very <laughs> dubious point as well, given your nonsense. Oh, you got tw- twelve meters. Ooh. Right, okay, boys and girls, have you got pen and paper in front of you? No. Oh my god! I've got a phone in front of me. Phone, phone in front of you is fine. Right. <laughs> I wasn't told that I have to write stuff. I've just thrown the draw. draw <laughs> I, I mean, you could do this thing. in your head if you want, but I think got my might, warrior's pen. Right, yeah. I've got your warrior's pen. You might, you might want to take a note. My, my drawers just exploded. <laughs> I, <think you're laughs> I didn't hard. think it was that exciting. <laughs> right. Probably. I I am looking for my 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 drawers have just exploded. Right, I'm looking for a number, okay? So this is looking at... Seven. <laughs> oh, sorry, like a specific number, okay. So. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a number after. So what I'm wanting you to do is take the number of Scottish Lions, multiply it by the number of tries Duhan van der Merwe scored for Scotland in 2021. Oh, Christ. I take that back. I want you to multiply that by the number of international tries Duhan van der Merwe has scored in twenty twenty. So that's including so that's including, including the Lions, Lions tries. So Scotland oh, tries and Lions tries. Yep. Oh, okay. And then I want you to add on once you've got that number. I would like you to add on the number of international caps Finn Russell has, including his Lions caps and Baba's cap. Oh God. Now there's a deliberate reason for that because it makes this some easier. So don't oh God me. Right, so number of Scots right. Lions. How many have we got there? I've got Eight. a nice. I've, I've I've just got the total. I've done it on my calculator on my phone, done so I've got the total okay, number. Okay. Right. What was the last in, bit we had to? It was it added uh, on Finn's caps. Adding on, add on Finn's caps. I've and got we'll a round go, number, so I think I'm we'll right. Closest, closest to the closest to the the prize. Okay. Do you want me to tell me my final? Can I tell you my final answer? Because I, I can't work out how I got here. Yeah, Johnny and Craig, have you got a final answer for me? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Right, Cammy, you go first. 140. Right, okay. Johnny? 175. 175. I think you might have Finn Russell having way too many caps. I've Craig. got 100. 100, okay. So, How do you know I don't have two hands scored way too many tries? Unsur- <laughs> unsurprisingly, Cammy gets the point. Um, the answer is actually 148. So if you walk through it, so you've got eight, eight British and Irish Lions, Duhan scored 11 tries, so what we're counting there is his 6 tries for Scotland plus his 5 for the Lions. And Finn Russell has 58 Scotland caps. He had officially one test cap for the Lions and one for the Babas, so 60. So that comes in at 148. How am I to miss that is unbelievable, because I was quite I mean, close, but just, my mathematics has just been <laughs> Right. Okay, dokie. couple more questions. Should have used a calculator. You should, you should have actually. Um, couple more questions. Okay, who is the record try scorer um, between Glasgow and Edinburgh? So, who has the most tries for each side, and who has more? Who is that single person who is top of the no, tree? From from who from Glasgow all the years Edinburgh. gone by? All the years gone by. Oh. 
Tommy Seymour. Okay, Cammy saying Tommy Seymour. I just, do you think Dark Fruit uh, Danes? DTH yes. Van der Merve. DTH. Craig. Hmm. I would go the Visher. Tim Visher. Tim Visher? Is, 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 I'm sure he's getting close to the Edinburgh. Or he has been. But I don't. I think actually DTH Van der Merva is actually the, the, the leading try scorer of them both. Point goes to Craig. Because oh. Tim, Tim Visser actually has 60 tries. There's DTH, which I think was 57. So, wow. yeah. But you're absolutely right. DTH is the record try scorer for Glasgow. Uh, but Tim Visser has 60 for Edinburgh. Yes. Uh, Tim Visser is fantastic. And, and, and I mean, I was going to put a question about tackle completion rate. Uh, which would have been six, um, but we, we avoided that. Well, we all know that Johnny Gray would probably come out with that one as the best. best I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, in like Visser completed six percent of his tackles, you know. Like, <laughs> just, just right. Last question, boys and girls. Yous are you are doing so well. This is, is that me on nine <clears> points then? Uh, no, you're not on nine points. You oh, are okay. on like three I got points. both the Glasgow and the Edinburgh ones correct. Jo- to that Johnny, last one. Johnny, yeah, I know, but. Johnny had already said DTH, and I wasn't giving yeah. you a point for each. I was saying the record. So you got the point. Back in your box, okay? Right, final question. Johnny, this is your opportunity to draw level with Craig. Cammy, you have won the quiz. Congratulations, son. Um, but this is your opportunity, Johnny. Right. Glasgow and Edinburgh, obviously, in 2021, ended up, because of various reasons, playing quite a few fixtures. What was the aggregate score of all the games in 2021? Between Glasgow and Edinburgh. Between Glasgow and Edinburgh. So the fixtures, Glasgow versus Edinburgh, the 1872 part 18 or whatever it was. What was the aggregate score in those fixtures? When you say aggregate, are you meaning... As in Total. all the scores added up. That's Total. what I thought. Yeah, That's yep. what aggregate means. Yep. I know that. I was just You're yeah, buying the coffee. You're buying the coffees tomorrow, by the way. I'll buy your coffee. I'll buy your coffee. I'm having I think one whoever, whoever wins here should. should uh... <laughs> right, I'll come to you first, Cammy, because you 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 don't care. So uh, what have you got? Glasgow 136, Embra 142. Okay, so you have Edinburgh coming out top. Okay, that's that's. How cool. many games do you think they played? I have no idea. Twelfty. <laughs> yeah, we've punched you a few times, Johnny. Right, Johnny. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh Edinburgh 54, Glasgow 52. 54, 52, okay, okay. Craig to seal to seal a glorious second place over Johnny. Um Glasgow 96, Edinburgh 126. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's gone for the sass answer rather than actually trying to win. I like it. <laughs> he has. Do you, know, do you know what the frustrating thing is, though? Right? He's, he's right, is he? He's got one of them right. <laughs> <laughs> now, he got Glasgow right. So, Glasgow, uh, it was actually 90 points Glasgow scored, not 92, Craig. But, you know, I think that's a very good effort from you. Thank your, you. Sa- your sass answer on Edinburgh has cost you that point. Um Edinburgh actually going to score 75 points in 2021 versus Glasgow, which means Johnny gets a point. 
However, that does mean that Craig finished second. So the result of the quiz, Cammy is out in front with like, you know, some hundred points or something. Craig, you are second with I'm counting four, right? But <laughs> and that's um, not including the minus one you should have got. But okay, you know, it, it is Christmas. So for for those that are just listening to the audio, um, I have got a very smug face on. <laughs> and Johnny, sadly, you have let let down Team Dark Fruits. You are in second. Team Dark Fruits. <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely not. Definitely in third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's maybe Team Dark Fruits coming through third there. Third place. Yeah, third place. So you'd still get a bronze medal, Johnny. We're Absolutely. All, there's press medals bronze. for participation here. Cami is not allowed to give you zero in your player review. So we, uh, <laughs> we all get we all get at least a point. So anyway, that is the quiz, guys. Thank you for participating. Um. That's actually worked out quite nicely. We're fast approaching the hour. I'm swithering. If I'll give you the opportunity before we go to Patreon, do you have one naughty and one nice just to throw out there for us, Johnny? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to. It's the festive season. I'm feeling spirit of goodwill. I'm going to say my nice is the majority of Exeter Chiefs fans. Okay, because John just because they've, joked here. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I just, I just think that like they've they've had quite a hard time, but when they had their meeting, ninety odd percent of them voted to change their branding, and every time it comes up on Twitter, there's always loads of their fans that say they just want to be proud of their club again, and they want to get this brand changed to get it behind them, and they've had quite a rough year, and it's Christmas, and I think we should say not. There's there's severe problems with the people who are in charge at Exeter, but the the majority of fans themselves are actually pretty sound so soon as how it's christmas exeter fans you're on my nice list well oh, done for voting to change your branding that's lovely that's lovely cammy have you got have you got someone to add to your nice list uh my nice list hmm um I've, it's been good to have club, club rugby back that's that's what's been nice this year and i know we missed it during the pandemic <laughs> and i'm not just saying that i can't believe like i'm not just saying that because you know, Berwick have got a couple of games in hand over Howe, and we've beaten Howe so far. Um, <laughs> gonna, you know, we'll see how we'll so see how national national league three goes by the end of the season. But it has, it's been really nice just to have it back, and uh, you know, to see all the stuff on social media where everyone kind of get involved in training, every you know, and, and just you can see how much it means to people being back in clubs, how much it means to the clubs to have players. And not just the players, but your players' families, friends, just the community back in there really kind of pulling together. And I, you know, I hope this new new uh, period is just a blip, you know, that we'll have a bit of a rough ride over the next, say, month or so, and then we can all get back to the clubs as well. But that's it's been nice. I've liked seeing Clubland back on Twitter. Cam, Cammy's just made his way, way onto both Johnny and Craig's naughty list. But, <laughs> <laughs> Craig, who's on your nice list? My nice list um, has to be, and I'm sorry to fall into my usual trope, but uh, my nice list is Mike Blair. Um, I am thoroughly, thoroughly impressed of, uh, in what he has managed to do with Edinburgh in such a short time. Um, and the brand of rugby that we seem to be playing has in, uh, invigorated um, the, the Edinburgh faithful and also it's brought a few more fans to the place. Um, 
and uh, it's really exciting times to be an Edinburgh fan. So, yeah, thank you, Mike Blair. And I'm going to kind of echo Cammy's point and say my nice list was and is the Super Six this season and just how fantastically entertaining it was during a period of time where there wasn't much rugby. Um, it was brilliant to be. I really, really enjoyed the weekly tradition of try to catch a couple of games, but also just watching the highlights package frantically, normally just before the podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> In a, in a desperate attempt to pick out some uh, picks of the pick of the six, but uh, no, it was it was brilliant to watch. So that that's that's made its way onto my nice list. Um, we'll do our naughty list, and I am conscious that we might do another one for our Patreon as well. That might involve a wee bit. What happened more. to the singing? Is the singing going to be Patreon only then? Nah, well, yeah, I think we'll make that a Patreon only. Oh, well, there you go. So, how much do people go? Are you going to tell people about the Patreon, John, before we go? I mean, I've popped it up at the bottom here, Cammy. I, I, you know, I, I like to try and keep that sales piece. I, I hear, John, that for for as little as three pounds a month, you can I can't get access. Telling off live on the podcast. Two. Yeah, I, I also hear that for three pounds a month, you can get two cans of dark fruit cider. But, yeah. Well, would you? Would you? What would you rather have? Would you rather have access to exclusive bonus weekly content with the Scottish Rugby Podcast for as little as three pound a month, or? Would you rather drink some pish? <laughs> it's, pish it's a, sounds quite good, actually. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good debate to have. And yes, the, the banner has been going across the bottom of the podcast. If you are listening on audio, uh, you will, of course, have the opportunity to come and join our Patreon page, where, as Cammy rightly says, for £3 a month, you can get yourself some extra content. For £5 a month, you can get your name read out on the podcast, which Can I we just say, for, for that case, can we say hello to the Rugby Mona, who is our most recent £5 subscriber? So, so hello to the Rugby Mona. Well done. Um, hello, you, Rugby you're Mona. More, you're more than welcome into the Doogie Donnelly Lounge. Um, can, so you can, get to hear you get to hear us singing in the Patreon. The can, can, can I can I put an extra nice in for at all, John? Before you go into uh, uh, if if you must, yeah, I'll keep it go. quick. But it's cool. just um, what I would say is uh, Jack being, <laughs> you know I'm fed up of talking about him. Uh, but uh, what I would like to say is, apart from Johnny McGinty, um, uh, me being the new boy uh, with the Scottish uh, Rugby Podcast, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone that's involved, including all of the people who listen and all the patrons. They've been incredibly welcoming. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you. And uh, that's about it. Really, thank you. That's good. That's nice, Craig. You do know that they don't have the option of paying you directly, though. <laughs> Oh, come on. I thought they picked a favourite and then paid. He just wants them to join his cult. <laughs> yeah, this, no, this, isn't, this isn't the Hunger Games, mate. This isn't how this works. I don't say thank you to them when they join my cult. It's a different thing altogether, don't you? That's, that's Craig's, Craig's, Craig's household that he's isolating with <laughs> members of his family. There's 200 in the compound is family. <laughs> So the, re- the regulations have a loophole in them and Craig's worked out that if he just gets married to everyone in the Edinburgh we can have 5,000 at the game at the weekend wow, well, we, and we're resplendent in our red cords <laughs> <laughs> right no, naughty list, I've I've made uh, onto the naughty list for not mentioning the Patreon, there you go, you can have that one for free Johnny, who's on your naughty list? Uh, I'm going to go back to the English Premiership for my naughty list I'm afraid um, First things first, Love Actually is a terrible film. 
fact. Any idea of making a spoof of it is a terrible idea to begin with. London Irish put in that human pond scum as the centre character of their crappy Love Actually spoof is an absolutely rotten idea. And just like they've, it's it's had my piss on a full rolling boil for the last 24 hours. How they could have thought anything about that was a good idea. How they, like, oh, no, I'm just. No, but Johnny, I mean, yes, it's awful, but they were stupid enough, right, to make a video with a guy who's been, you know, who's up in court on sexual, you know, sexual offence charges, you know, and put, put him on a video where anybody could very easily edit the white bits of paper <laughs> that the other guy in the video was holding. Yeah, and that's, you know, that, that should be top of white the bits list. of paper with, with, you know, legally unchallengeable things about <laughs> Addy Jackson. Steph from Rock and Rolls. Oh. Uh, his one yesterday was, and he's he's a Photoshop master, but that was possibly yeah, the best thing I've ever seen him do. I thought it was incredible. But just oh, everything about that has made me so angry. Yeah. And it's and it's uh, there was I, I can't remember who it is, but it kind of popped up in a, a group chat. Johnny and I are in um, was um, obviously oh, they went to court. And and what I loved about this, but but the the, the criminal the, the explanation of the difference between the criminal standard of proof and the civil standard of proof. I think it was Steph who put um, the the guy the, who who was the other the other player. I can't remember who who was the other London. I can't remember player. who it was. Yeah. So somebody holding a bit of paper and the love actually spoofing. Paddy Jackson's opening the door and it and and I think Steph had edited so it just said I believe her on the bit of paper. <laughs> yeah. And somebody replied and said, "Look, this guy's been before court and he's not been convicted." And somebody replies and says. Well, that's beyond all reasonable doubt. I've, I've, uh, you know, the the CPS could walk into my house and tell, and but they couldn't prove I've just eaten a whole pizza, even though I've eaten a whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because they just can't, prove, they can't beyond, prove I didn't eat it doesn't mean I didn't, mean I didn't eat it. Eat I was just it. like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Just yeah. Clear, the, the other person concerned was Stuart Olding, just to make sure that we are very. <laughs> oh yeah, was but it, he's not the one. Was it genuinely? Stu- wasn't Stuart Olding? No, not in the video. Not in the video. No, no, the person person involved in the legal proceedings. I'm not entirely sure. And this is the other thing, right? You look at the context of Love Actually and that scene in Love Actually, and I'm aware this is probably Patreon content anyway, right? (laughs) The entire scene, that scene is about a man coercing a, a, a very young woman into you know, it's just horrible. The whole love, everything about love actually is horrible. It's top to bottom a really, really, really terrible idea. That whole yeah. thing, everything, everything they've done with Paddy Jackson in the last year has been terrible. That thing was especially terrible. Just like because, well, I don't know. They're a morally repugnant organization, as far as I'm concerned. Basically. They've, they've shown they've, we've had our chats about this on the pod, and they've shown them they've shown their colours um, regarding all this. So, do you know the other thing that this occurred to me yesterday? Right, it's not even good business. No, I can I can understand that everyone deserves a second chance. Law, right? That's fair. Maybe he does deserve a second chance. People haven't queued up to give Paddy Jackson a job, so you could give him a second chance on fifty grand a year. And not make him part of your leadership group and pay him half a million quid and use him in adverts. Could make him, that would be could, that would be better use of your money. You could make him part. Blowback. You can make him part of your leadership group, but you don't have to crow about it as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like everything about it stinks. I hate it. Yep. Craig, and they added love actually into it as well. 
Love Actually is dreadful, and we need to. Oh, how dare you! It's a terrible. Oh, next thing you'll be seeing every single one of the rubbish. Every single. Oh, God, then we started or not. Like, let's let's we'll discuss Richard Curtis films and how awful they are on the Patreon. That's Patreon content. That that needs swearing. Craig, you're naughty. My naughty is the marketing department of the XR Chiefs. Um, how and also the people who employed them because they need an absolute slap in the puss. Um, because as far as I'm concerned, anybody who goes, my our uh, our current um, uh, mascot is creating a lot of problems, so we're <laughs> going to get rid of them. What are we going to do about this? Because it's a this is obviously a sensitive sensitive nature. What are we going to do? Hey, listen, why don't we do Tom a hawk? Great idea. That's it. Let's go for it. What in, on earth do those people get paid for? It's it's a sweary rant, so I'm not going to do it right now. But seriously, <laughs> anyone that but thinks... For just £3 a month. For, for, for 3 to £5 a month, you can hear me <laughs> swear about XR Chiefs and their marketing department. And then to turn and go, actually, you know what's a really good idea? We're going to crow about our new sponsor on the front of our shirts. Oh, yeah. Who's our new sponsor? A plowed field. Awesome. Just <laughs> these people who I know, and I know, I know who the marketing manager is because it's one of the family. Um, but seriously, you're being paid to do what? You should be the ones that should be taking the taking the the checkbook and pen and the microphone away from your father. That's <laughs> uh, you know it's just ridiculous. So that's my naughty list. It's that's not it's it's not a playlist for let's let's be clear though, Craig. It is not a plowed Sorry. field. It is okay. the abstract concept of a business park. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which I mean. Who doesn't want to be sponsored by a thing that might become a business park? It's, I mean, a, it's, a, it's an area in. that has the potential, if it was, if it was cultivated properly in, it, in everyone's mind, to produce some sort of food-based product from manipulating the earth that is surrounding it. Yeah, doesn't even have outline plan. Doesn't even have outline plan and permission. <laughs> <laughs> do you just reckon on the, the subject of sponsorship? Do you reckon if we mention? Strongbow Dark Fruits enough that they'll pick up on it and we could get a wee, a wee sponsorship deal. They can account. try, John. Because they'll probably they can try, to right? Because they'll say no, and then they'll email me, right? The thing is, though, to get in touch with the podcast, podcast at scottishrugbyblog.co.uk, they'll have to email me, right? And then they'll be like, Do you want to be sponsored by Strongbow Dark Fruits? And I'll be like, Do I want no. to be sponsored by a Tramp's drink? And they'll be like, We'll pass. That's how that conversation is going to go, right? I, I I think we should try that conversation anyway. Oh, one million dollars! One million dollars! <laughs> I, I wonder if Tony Rowe would uh, sponsor us with uh, some sort of uh, I'd be sponsored by Tony based... Business Park. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Bring bring it on, Tony. We 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 could we could advocate for your uh, kid on Business Park all maybe, you want. Maybe we could find out who was East X Business Park and get sponsored by. That. <laughs> <laughs> Get free. I'll be sponsored for free meals in the happy year. Would, would, would we? Would there be like? Would there be like gang symbols and stuff? Would we have to like? You know, would we have to address like? Like east, the east, east side. Am yeah, I doing that right? East, yeah. Uh, I think is it? Yeah. East, west, west side. East side. West side. Yeah. This is the most street this podcast has ever been. Yeah. I know. Right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to uh, Exeter's cultural misappropriation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Valid point well made, Johnny. Tammy, uh, naughty list before. Naughty list, Razzie. Razzie and referees. Um, jo- there was a point where it was funny, and then, you know, the joke wasn't funny anymore. I, I like the Jacko Johan japes. It was fun. But then I think it, South Africa then took it too far. I think the what then came out with the um, disciplinary action. And the way that he interacted with the referees and the way he tried to intimidate and influence referees, the way he tried to have pressure on match officials to have the, the certain match officials selected and deselected. The fact they've got the physio on the pitch. It's just all of these things have been there in rugby before, right? And and, and all, all that Razzie has done, I think, is, is pull back the curtain. And... Uh, I don't think anybody needed to pull back the curtain because it was kind of working okay. I think every you know playing around the bunch, but 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 the genie's out of the bottle now, and and, and I don't know what's coming. And I, I just I don't know if it's going to make rugby better or not. I haven't decided yet. I think we'll see. There'll be no pieces on the on on the pitches. That's what's going. That's what's coming. Nobody's what boys aren't going to be allowed to have earpieces. You have to relay messages via a third party who'll be running up and down the stairs at Murrayfield. That's what we're going to get next. Passing bits of paper up and down. You, you're going to have nobody in the subs, no subs woman in the um, dead ball area. You're going to have no contact at all between referees and coaches before the match unless there's independent people present. And I can't decide. I, I think rugby is going to lose something. It's going to lose a little bit of heart in that because if you see international rugby as a kind of a, an inflated version of club rugby, right? That's what's great about club rugby because the referee comes, he gets treated well by the, the host club, they feed him, give him a drink. You know, he'd be well looked after. And that's, I think that's part of the joy of rugby and, and something certainly the, the grassroots referees would say that they would enjoy is going around different clubs, meeting different people, refereeing different matches. We're not going to get. I think at national level, you maybe still had that, but I don't think you're going to have it anymore. I think referees are going to be locked away in their box, and that's all because because of Razzie. And it's a shame, I think, a little bit. Be no more. Um, you know, we have no more kind of of um, who's that? The English Wayne Barnes calling everyone. You know, calling Hoggy Hoggy and yeah. So and know, some like, referees are great characters as well. And like, yeah, but you can't be a character like, now. That's exactly. it. That's it. It's gone. Yeah, I think it's gone. You can't be a character anymore as a referee in rugby. It's, yeah, twenty twenty one was the year Yak, uh, Yako, um, Razi, <laughs> Yako as well. Razi done his best to to ruin uh, ruin a bit of fun, but then that that dancing um, Twitter page, the Razi oh. dancing Twitter page, which I've just discovered, just I mean, magnificent. I was uh, I was sick in my mouth of that. I don't. Oh. I don't like. I don't enjoy it. Like what I think yeah. that this is the whole thing is it's Razi playing the clown, right? And that was fun. And I say this as a man with a bell on his head, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but that, this whole idea of Razi the clown it was fun up to a point. Yeah. But I think now all we know through the disciplinary thing, it's a bit. It's a bit like kind of. It's like watching Biff Tannen have fun. Yeah. Right. It's like watching your school bully enjoy himself. There's no fun in it because you're like that. That's the guy that's ruined everything, and and him being drunk at a bar, dancing with his mates, or rapping Snow's Informer or whatever it was he was rapping the other day. 
that's not fun. And, and it's it's all part of this kind of thing he's got of trying to make it like, oh, I'm I'm fun, Razzy. I'm 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 a bit of a laugh. I don't you know nothing serious. It's all everyone's against me, and I'm the fun guy. It's rubbish. It's all rubbish. And like, and if you hadn't done what he'd done, I'd find the dancing Razzy stuff funny. But I, it's just it just leaves a bit of taste in the mouth. I think he wouldn't be doing it if he hadn't done what he'd done. That's like yeah, this no, is his yeah. thing of being like, like, look at all this fun stuff I'm doing now that I'm banned from all rugby for three months. Like, yeah, it's no he difference. Put, to- he also put something up saying that uh, I don't know who took this video, like like you didn't know who took the other four, the other yeah. video as well. Yeah, complete <laughs> arse. It's no different to like <laughs> it's no different to lad baby trying to kind of complain about the other guy trying to get the signal the you know the the, the Christmas number one. It's like, oh, I'm all righteous. I'm the righteous one. I'm the one. I'm the one kind of doing doing right here. I'm the fun guy. They like don't like those guys. They're not fun. Yeah. On that note, we shall take take a wee break. That was that was a beautiful rant, Cammy. Oh, thank you. That was really really good. So the shackles um, have been removed from. They have <laughs> yes, they have un- unleashed the Cammy. Um, so thank you to everyone who's tuned in for the first part. As Cammy rightly says, if you were to go and pay some money, you could see some more if that is something you were interested in. But for just now, we are going to disappear from free free to air, and we're going to head off to our <laughs> premium sports uh, channel to go and uh, entertain the rest of our guests. So it is good night from me. And good night from Cammy, Johnny, and Craig. Good night, all. Merry Christmas. Merry Aye, and Christmas. Happy New Year. And so, so, someone turn these off because I'm useless. 